This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We are going to speak with Indiana's Secretary of State, Connie Lawson. She's been on the job since being appointed by Governor Mitch Daniels in 2012, was re-elected in 2014, and has just announced she intends to seek re-election in 2018 and we sat down with Connie Lawson for her first wide-ranging interview since announcing she intends to seek re-election. Here's our conversation with Indiana's Secretary of State. Well Madam Secretary of State thank you for being with us again and uh, you are the pride and joy of Hendricks County so it's great to have you with us today. Well thank you Rob I appreciate those comments. Uh, Hendricks County is near and dear to my heart obviously they gave me my start in uh, local government as a county clerk and I served as the senator representing Hendricks County for 16 years so I certainly appreciate all of the opportunities that Hendricks County has given me. So I'm curious five years ago it's been five years now mm -hmm. basically that you've been here did you think you would enjoy the job this much? Well I was appointed by Mitch Daniels in 2012 and uh, I I really obviously I didn't know uh, what I didn't know at that point in time but I it's been an honor to serve it's been a true honor and I do enjoy every division that we have you know the Secretary of State's office everybody pretty much knows that the secretary is the chief elections official but they may not know that we're in charge of registering businesses and we we're also in charge of auto dealers and we're also in charge of our securities and the and this really the security of our financial market in the state of indiana so uh, all of those things have been a challenge but really uh you know keep my mind active and i'm enjoying it so when i worked for suzanne crouch she told the story when she became state auditor after serving the house like she didn't even know where the auditor's office was much less what it really did 
Did you, were you pretty familiar with the Secretary of State's position when you were asked? I would say yes, especially as far as the elections go, because when Secretary Rikita was in office, I was chairman of the Senate Elections Committee. So I was in this room often talking to him about legislation that either he wanted proposed or that I was proposing, and we talked about the best way to, to get those things enacted. You came on at a time where there's there the office itself, and you got so many responsibilities, but the office had been tainted a little bit, maybe for lack of a better word. How much of a challenge was it to sort of restore morale around here and sort of get everybody up and, and going again? Because you've done a great job with it. Well, thank you. I, you know, it was really about building the team and getting to know the employees personally. We have some great people that work here in the Secretary of State's office, and really they just were about doing a good job. And I have to say that um, things weren't being let go. It was just the, the image of the office, I think, uh, that people were more worried about than whether or not we were getting the job done. So I didn't, it's not like I walked into, uh, you know, a backlog of work because that wasn't the case. You know, you're a senator and so you know your way around, but you've got your bills that you're interested in and you're working with your colleagues. You come in here and now you're an executive. Uh, how much did your business experience, your family's business experience sort of help you in terms of knowing how to be an executive and, you know, delegate authority? I think that really helped as well as my experience in the county clerk's office really was administrative. And so I had 24 employees there. I have about 80 employees here. I think the difference for um, the secretary versus local government is, or a statewide official versus local government is that uh, I, the travel additional travel being out on the road and so I depend on my uh, uh, division heads to report up to me about what's going on I'll, obviously I'm the ultimate decision maker for the secretary's office but there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes and they make it possible for me to represent uh, our office across the state Get our guest is Indiana Secretary of State Connie Lawson if you were to look back on the past five years and say I am most proud of this what would it be or you could have this as plural, yeah. plural this. Well, there are lots of things that I think have happened in the Secretary of State's office under my leadership, and I'm really proud of a couple things. The first thing I would say is Indiana is building one of the boldest business one-stop uh, programs in the country. Uh, we have we started with the Secretary of State's office in April of last year. We've added Department of Workforce Development. We've added Department of Revenue. Not all functionality for even the Secretary of State's office, but we're continuing to add uh, functionality uh, monthly. We have uh, deployments of, of our uh, system. And then we're working with IPLA right now, professional licensing, to add more functionality. We've actually been doing a study of all agencies in the state and how they interact with business to determine where should our business one-stop project that, by the way, we call InBiz, I-N-B-I-Z, um, to see where we need to go next. So our goal is to make sure that eventually a business will be able to do any interaction or complete any action, uh, interaction with any state agency, one website, one username, one password, you know, completely seamless, cut out the red tape, make it easier for them to do business and, and to bring more business to the state of Indiana. It's really easy to start a business here. I mean, right, I mean, by comparison to other states, I mean, you go out, you fill out some forms, you guys review them, you send them back two, three days, you know, or sooner. Somebody's got their LLC or whatever it is set up. That's right. You know, uh, we had a lot of compliments on our legacy system, actually. And so when we uh, 
brought in InBiz and we brought InBiz online in April of last year, we actually uh, transferred over 19 million documents, four terabytes. 19 million? 19 million documents that were in Was our it legacy. Like one guy in charge of that or you had a bunch <laughs> oh, of people? Well, we, from Thursday night to Sunday morning, we had transferred all of that data. So there were a lot of people here working uh, to make sure that the system went well. But uh, four terabytes of data. So all of that information is uh, the uh, historical information is available on InBiz. And so we're, we're just uh, um, really happy to continue to work on that. And, you know, our goal is to make sure that businesses uh, get the functionality that they need. Get our guest, Indiana Secretary of State Connie Lawson. You're also in charge of elections in this mm -hmm. state. That's a huge deal. And you went through, what do they call that, uh, record purging or voter rolls, right? Uh, Voterless so maintenance. Yeah, explain mm -hmm. what you did with that. Well, um, when I walked in the office in 2012, I knew my first goal would be to make sure that our voter lists were clean and correct. It's important for a couple of reasons. First of all, uh, we need to know exactly what our turnout is. But it's really important for counties as well because counties determine their uh, number of precincts, the number of machines that they send to each precinct according to the voters that we have listed on our rolls. And so if they're not clean and accurate, they're spending extra money when they don't need to. And so that was my, one of my first goals. So in 2013, I went to the General Assembly and we got the appropriation to do the first voterless maintenance that the state had done since 2006, statewide maintenance. Counties had the responsibility, but they couldn't always make it a priority. So we decided... Uh, the General Assembly actually supported us uh, doing it statewide. So we did it in 14. We cleaned the list also in 16. So the way it worked is we, we mailed every active voter a postcard. I got one. Yeah, good. I'm an active voter. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and I'm glad you got that. And so, uh, you know, if you if your information was correct, you didn't need to do anything with it. But those that were returned to us as uh, non-deliverable or non-forwardable, or I'm sorry, non-deliverable or uh, addressing unknown, uh, we sent a second postcard that was forwardable so that it would give the voter the opportunity to correct their record. Um, and so about 750,000 of those uh, postcards came back the second time. So those records were marked as as inactive. It didn't mean they were removed at that point in time. What happened was uh, if they didn't show up to vote then in 14, uh, in either primary general, the primary general of the municipal election, or the primary or general of 2016, then their record was removed. So this year, after the November election, our county clerk started that process, and uh, 481,000 and some voters' records were removed because two postcards had been returned to us and because they had not voted in those three years. How do you start? That sounds so daunting. Where do you even start to say we need to do this? What do we do? Who helps you with that? Well, we, uh, I mean, our Indiana Election Division uh, helped us pick a vendor that would, would do the, you know, the processing of the cards. But basically, it's the counties that do the work. I mean, they have to follow through. Uh, the state did the mailing because we have the data system for the statewide voter registration on a state level. Uh, we don't change any information. Counties work their own information. Uh, but they can see when a voter changes their registration from one county to the other. And so they, they work to, counties work together to keep that list as correct as they can. But unless um, you know that a voter may not be at that address, then you really can't move forward. You know, it's the National Voter Registration Act or the, in, yeah, the NVRA Act that um, uh, requires all states to do voterless maintenance. So we were doing it under the federal requirement. 
get our guest, uh, Indiana Secretary of State Connie Lawson. Uh, fraud is something you deal a lot with. Fraud, we'll start on the election side. There was a no an issue with several counties that had issues related to fraud last year, or at least suspected fraud. How do you deal with those? Well, um, if you're uh, referring to the voter registration uh, 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 incomplete uh, and incorrect uh, registrations that were handed to several county clerks. Uh, that investigation actually, uh, we were informed of that investigation by the Indiana State Police. And so they came to visit us mainly because they wanted to understand the law as it related to voter registration. And so we worked with them on that, but we were not a part of the investigation as such. It's my understanding they've completed that investigation and they've turned the information over to the Marion County Prosecutor and it's very possible there could be charges in the future. Uh, we have had, since I've been the Secretary of State, we've had a couple of convictions in our state. There was a conviction out of St. Joe County for petition signature forging. There was a conviction out of Jennings County for absentee ballot fraud. So you know, we do the best that we can in our state to give people confidence. We have photo, photo ID requirement. We keep our list clean. We scrub our list against other states' lists so that we can make sure that people don't vote in more than one state during the same election cycle. And so we do everything that we can uh, to give voters the information they need and, and to uh, have secure and um, accurate elections. More of my conversation with Indiana's Secretary of State, Connie Lawson, when we return. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- 231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-2000. 
1-800-273-8033. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Our guest, a very special one, Indiana Secretary of State Connie Lawson. Of course, she was a longtime state senator representing Hendricks County before being appointed by Governor Mitch Daniels at the time uh, to take over the office in 2012, was reelected in 2014, and has just announced she intends to seek re-election in 2018. Here's more of our conversation with Connie Lawson. We also have a really great law that says you got to show ID to vote. And our law has been upheld. Others have not. What's so great about our law that it's been upheld while others have struggled? Well, Indiana is is not one of the Section 65 states. So that, that was the significance. So when Indiana changes an election law, we do not have to have approval of the Department of Justice. When Indiana passed the law in 2005, it was challenged. And as you mentioned, it went all the way up to the United States Supreme Court. It was upheld. Uh, the court uh, decided that uh, we were not putting an uh, undue burden on any voter uh, to produce a photo ID when they came to vote. Uh, And so our law has been upheld. If there are any states who have had um, uh, issues getting their laws to be enacted, it's because they were a Section 65 state. So years ago, they may have had some issue against, uh, um, you know, voter discrimination in some way, maybe against minorities. And so the Constitution requires the DOJ to approve that, um, uh, Department of Justice to approve those laws, and and uh, the past administration wasn't amenable to doing that. So we're really lucky then that our predecessors were okay, or pretty good at least, because it made it easier down the road. We had a good uh, election record here in the state of Indiana, so we were not a Section 65 state. So we were allowed to enact the election laws that we saw fit, and, and uh, fortunately our law was upheld. I know financial literacy is something you've talked to a lot of people about. You go out, you talk to young people about that. You must like doing that. We absolutely love doing that. You know, I've seen a lot of bad things happen to Hoosiers in this state because, unfortunately, there are scams that that, uh, um, travel through the state on a regular basis. My responsibility is basically investment fraud. So the original um, uh, goal of the office was to talk to seniors and their caregivers about how to protect those nest eggs so that they can reserve and and have the retirement that they deserve. And then we realized that um, if we could educate the younger uh, high school students and they were ready to understand how to keep their bills paid, how to save, how to stay out of debt, it would keep them from thinking that they needed to take advantage of a a get-rich quick scheme in the first place. And so financial literacy is very important to us. Right now we have a pilot in six high schools across the state. Um, We're... uh, and it's an it's a online module of learning. It's, it, they learn about budgeting. Uh, they learn about uh, saving, uh, how to get a college loan, you know, what, they, uh, maybe, uh, what makes up your credit score. So there are different modules, and there's videos and games that take place. And so the students are learning. They take a survey before the course, and then they take a survey after the course. And the data is coming back amazing. It's, this course is really working. So next year, 
year, I believe we will have that financial literacy course available to every high school in the state. So you've announced you want to do this again. Four more years. What about this office? You said, I want to come back and do this again. Well, um, we, we've just uh, made a lot of improvements, I think, on behalf of our constituents in the state. I mentioned our business one-stop portal, uh, making it easier for businesses to stay here in Indiana and to stay compliant in Indiana. We want to continue to improve that system. I've been working on election security, um, uh, keeping our elections safe and secure and, and um, doing voter outreach here in the state of Indiana. We want to uh, continue that work. I will be um, serving on a um, NAS, National Association of Secretaries of State task force as it relates to security of our elections and cybersecurity. So I'm going to, I want to continue that work. I'll be the incoming president of National Association of Secretaries of State in July. I will be the president in July. I'm the incoming president now. And so I want to continue that work. Uh, we're working with secretaries across the country. Uh, we have a, um, a great relationship with the administration. So we're working with secretaries of state and federal leaders across the country to make sure that uh, states like Indiana or every state can actually uphold our constitutional duty and keep control of our elections. Secretary of State seems like a pretty bipartisan position, like you probably work with Democrats from other states, but there are a lot of the same goals in, the, in that office, whether you're a Democrat or Republican. That's right. You know, um, most secretaries do have the duty of uh, operating uh, or servicing election officials. And so we run the elections, and uh, all of us believe that uh, our states should stay in control of the elections. You know, if you think about it, um, what protects our elections is the diversity of our um, election administration. You know, we have 92 counties and over 5,000 precincts in the state of Indiana. If we were all on the same system, it would be a lot easier for someone to hack into. If we did that on the federal level, can you imagine, uh, you know, how much uh, less security we would have? So it's the diversity in the system and in the administration of the system that really keeps our election results safe. You just touched on something again, our guest, uh, Indiana Secretary of State, Connie Lawson, which has been in the news, that could the Russians have hacked the election? And maybe you could expand on that a little bit. It's basically impossible to hack our elections because Indiana is different from Illinois, who's different from Ohio, who's different from Michigan. To affect the uh, results on a national level would be virtually impossible. And it is, as I mentioned, it's the diversity of our administrations that really protects the elections. You know, it's important for people to understand the election system. You know, the first system is the campaign systems. So remember, it was the Democrat National Committee's campaign system that was hacked. Uh, the, so the parties, the Republicans on the national and the state lef, uh, level and the, and the Democrats, keep those campaign systems separate from this. And then the states have the statewide voter registration system. We do election night reporting. But none of that, uh, well, the statewide voter registration system is uh, a data system. And there were two states systems on, on that level that were compromised. I started and had already been working with private security firms as well as uh, public firms, uh, public uh, agencies to make sure that our elections here would were not hacked, and they were not. We actually checked uh, five million, no, 
15,500,000 logins to make sure. And those were the logins that our clerks had used from the beginning of the year till just past the t sometime in September. 15,500,000 logins we checked to make sure that our system had not been hacked, and it had not. So we're, uh, we feel good about that. But it is, it's the diversity of the systems that keep it secure. More of my conversation with Indiana Secretary of State Connie Lawson when we return. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Our guest, a very special one, Indiana Secretary of State Connie Lawson. Of course, she was a longtime state senator representing Hendricks County before being appointed by Governor Mitch Daniels at the time uh, to take over the office in 2012, was reelected in 2014, and has just announced she intends to seek reelection in 2018. Here's more of our conversation with Connie Lawson. One of the things that's going, that's going very well, too, and I know it's more a county issue, but to speak to this a little bit, is early voting. It's making it possible for more people to get involved. It's making it easier for people to vote. Um, and for the poll workers especially, it's really a great thing that people can vote, you know, whenever they want. Well, uh, Indiana has a very uh, generous early voting law. You can vote early uh, 28 days before the primary and 28 days before the general election here, if you so choose. Um, I've been an advocate for vote centers, so that a county that is a vote center County on election day, a voter can vote any place in the county that they, you know, uh, it, that's convenient for them. But yes, uh, early voting is important. Uh, in Indiana, this past election, uh, 2,807,626 people voted uh, during the election cycle. One third of them voted before election day. So we had, we had 2.8 million voters. Mm -hmm. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a record number of Hoosiers who turned out. Our percentage was 58%, um, but I will tell you, after the clerks were able to uh, process uh, our voter list maintenance when you know people didn't vote in De in November, so in December and January the clerks started the process of, of the voter list maintenance that was begun in 2014. 481,000 uh, voter records were removed. We would have had a 65% turnout. So, but we did have a record number. What's election day like for you? Like if I'm the Secretary of State, I'm building a fort under my bed. I'm hiding <laughs> and I'm saying, call me uh, at 6 p.m. when the polls close. What's election election day like for you? I'm sure you're much better at it than I would be. Well, it varies. Uh, this uh, year, we started out actually at the FBI post uh, <laughs> in uh, uh, northern, uh, well, in Castleton, where uh, we went to the FBI and, and watched them uh, 
observe elections across our state uh, on the online and uh, talk to them about some of the things that they were doing. Uh, and then we went to Hamilton County and visited their um, their offices there and talked to them and watched them send out absentee ballots to the polls and, and just, you know, observe the election process there. Then we came down here and we went to Rook Securities, who actually was doing an amazing job they had uh, computer screens all over the room and they were observing the election process in every county in our state. It was quite amazing. And then really we came back here and just uh, took calls. I help man calls, you know, where do I go vote? Uh, so you like know. if I called the Secretary of State's <laughs> office, you'd say, Secretary of State's office, this is Connie, how may I help you? There are times <laughs> when that happens. Obviously I can't take all of those calls, but I do come down here. And then we just kind of uh, make sure that after six o'clock that the results start coming in and um, sometimes I ha I end up staying in the office sometimes I go home and wait on that call but um, it election day can be a long day and it's especially a long day for the folks in the Indiana election division because they will be in their office until the results stop coming in from the counties all right, I want to close with this. I know family is very important to you. Your family is very well thought of in, in Hendricks County. They're behind you going for another four years. They said, go do it. Well, you know, uh, I, I explained to them that, you know, my husband Jack isn't going to quit working anytime soon. And uh, our grandchildren are growing up and uh, they don't come to visit us much, uh, for an example, an overnight stay because they've got friends of their own. They're driving, they're doing the things they want to do. If I get a grandchild, it's usually the grand dog. And so <laughs> I decided that. Um, I wanted to continue the work that we're doing here in the Secretary of State's office. And yes, I uh, do everything I can to get to my grandchildren's events. And uh, I do as much as I can there, but they're very understanding and they're very supportive. Well, Connie, thanks for being with us. Thank you for sharing. Uh, thank you for your public service. And thanks for filling us in back in Hendricks County about what's going on here at the State House. Well, you're welcome, Robin. It was great to talk with you. That was Indiana's Secretary of State, Connie Lawson, and we certainly appreciate her taking a few moments to take a look back on five years now in the office of Secretary of State and her re-election campaign, which is kicking off in earnest because, of course, many people believe she's going to be getting a primary challenge from Diego Morales. It's going to be uh, interesting to watch as well. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. 
We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415-231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it seems like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? 
Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.